0: Good evening, of course, whatever time you're listening to it. Good morning, good afternoon, but good evening if you're listening to us live on Facebook. So what is going on? A little bit of everything. Uh, We are on Cow Watch and Goat Watch here at the ranch. Um, We have two cows. One of them is, her udder is huge, man, it's going to explode if she doesn't have that baby. And the other one still has probably a couple weeks to go. Um... So that's, and then we have, oh, I think three or four goats who are ready to make babies. Um, three or four, because we have one of them who's huge and probably maybe three, maybe four others. I'm not sure. Um, you know, we kept, keep watching. One of them is huge. She was huge three weeks ago. She's even bigger now. Uh, so yay. Uh That's that's our fun. Uh, We're working now that we're closing in on the last month before our service dog school that we're doing here at the ranch. uh, You know, we're trying to get all of that in order. And then we have some events coming up. So it's just a little bit of chaos. Uh, We need to get part of the fence fixed Uh, around the house. We have what we call the dog fence and one of them has not been good for a while now. So we uh, we have hog fencing up, but the gate isn't good. So the dogs get out. So we can't have client dogs off leash in here easily. Um, Our goal is to get that replaced before, hopefully before the school. Um, We have two big patios, um, one of them that we meet clients on all the time, that were brick, not even brick papers, just brick, and they weren't done right. Uh, So we're having somebody come in and um, put concrete patios down. We were debating over brick or concrete. We went with concrete because, you guys know why? Guess why I would go concrete over pavers? Not because it's cheaper, because the the pavers I think look prettier, but because it's it's going to be easier with the wheelchairs. Honestly, uh, you know you don't have all the bu- 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 that you have to go over. Um, so that was one of the big reasons why. Now my grandpa growing up, he had concreted his whole backyard. I don't remember it not being concreted. Um, the whole backyard was just concrete, so we didn't have to cut the grass. Now, he also was the same grandpap that had bought a plot of land and had his own vegetable garden, um, but he didn't apparently want that in his house. Um, But he had concreted the whole yard. And I told, you know, I've been, I've been worn and rich. It's coming. I'm going to start, you know, it's going to start here and it's going to grow more and more and more and more. Um, And so the whole dog yard here is pretty much a concrete area. Um, but it probably won't get that bad. But I would like, we have three patios. Not everybody knows that we have three patios coming off of the house. One outside of Luke's room, one outside the kitchen, and one outside the dog room. And I'd like all of them to have a concrete pad to it just because it's not as wobbly as the pavers. So a lot of stuff we need to get done before our um, service dog school. How to train your service dog the nipo way, which is a mouthful. If you guys can help me think of a shorter name for it, Um, Karen and I and Rich are already talking about when the next one's going to be, and the next one will probably be in November, because we will likely do it outside, and we need some place that's, we want it cool enough, you know, I don't want it to be in the middle of summer in Florida, because trust me, you won't want to be here, Um, but November is nice, I mean, this time of year, this is my favorite, so Uh, So yeah, so if you couldn't get in now, we were going to cap the school at 12 people. We announced it six months before the school happened. That was five months ago. And we got filled up within about a month (laughs) that was filled. So um, we've kind of not been advertising it very much. uh, And we are up to, I want to say, 25 people plus support staff. And that's one of the reasons why we really wanted it to be here is because you get me and Rich and Karen. We have Autumn and Mary and Luke standing by. Karen's able to bring her husband, Barry. You know, Teresa's gonna be here. Uh, Larissa's mom, Lori's coming up to help. So we're gonna have enough people on standby, you know, to answer all your questions. And because it's here, I have everything. So if we wanna work with wheelchairs, well, I've got got my wheelchairs. If we wanna work with a walker, I have my walker and I don't have to cart all this stuff up. Uh, You know, whoever I would be hosted at doesn't have to deal with all of it, you know, like, I know where everything is. It's my house. It works. And you guys get to explore it. beautiful Florida in uh, February, which is when you want to come down to Florida, you know, from now until then. Actually, sometimes November and December, but January is when it really gets beautiful. January, February, March. April is when it starts to warm up. May, because May the 4th be with you, it's Star Wars Day. So we we try to hit... um, uh, Hollywood Studios, Disney Studios, for Star Wars Day. Um, so it's usually pretty warm, though. So that's that's how I know. But that's this is why I live here. And Luke told me today, he said, I can't imagine living anywhere other than here. I love it here. I love this time of year here. And I'm like, uh-huh, that's my son. Um, so I thought that was pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Um, we're ordering stuff for Hope. Uh, Stuff for Hope, I just ordered business cards and flyers and a retractable banner. And then um, Karen ordered a pop-up tent and a big skinny banner for the top of it. And so then we ordered, and it's purple because Hope's color is purple, purple and teal, um, or light blue, it depends on how ugly the teal is. Uh, And then we also, I just ordered a, a nice beautiful tablecloth um, we bought a black one because that's a whole Walmart had, and we were in a rush, but we didn't use it. So we have the receipt. We'll return that one. So we have this beautiful purple one coming. Uh, so we're going to be all set for doing events and outings and such. Uh, we have a couple of them planned, which is super exciting news. Um hope's starting to get out there. Uh, yeah, see how things go. We have a mailing uh, that we're going to do to the n- local schools, the school district. So we, uh, we can let them know about Hope and help out with fundraising and such when we do events. And so we're very excited about everything that's going on, uh, including, if you guys can see, this is terrible, but maybe you can see this. What is this? It says hopeservicedogs.org, it's a, a vinyl decal. So we have these and we have some, this you're gonna be able to see easier, some logos, uh, These I made with my um, my Silhouette Cameo, which is a vinyl label cutter thing. Um, We designed it and did that. And then uh, Larissa has one side of her wheelchair has the logo and the the website, Um, but we didn't get to the other side. Um, I just did both of mine. It's easier to do them in the car as opposed to dealing with the breeze. But yeah, so hopefully we can get hers done up this week. Uh, let's see some people I wanted to go, but it wasn't in the budget after buying her service target training, but November would be perfect. Would be great. Perfect. Jennifer, Jennifer. Yeah. Start putting money away for it. Um, you know, we're not sure if we want to do a four day or a five day. Cause the more we look at it, the more we're like, oh, there's a lot of information we need to cover. Uh, so we're gonna, we're not going to announce the dates until after this one. So expect the announcement at the end of February. So in about a month from now on when the next dates are and, Uh, You know, we'll see if it's going to be a four or five day, see how exhausted I get. And speaking of, um, Karen mentioned to me, and my doctor mentioned to me about a powder, um, like an electrolyte powder called Liquid IV. And so I ordered some of that. I ordered the energy one and I ordered the normal one. So I've been trying all the different flavors, and this is my absolute favorite. So if you guys need electrolyte powders for your pots and dysautonomia, make sure you do Liquid IV and not the knockoffs. We're going to. Uh, next time Larissa comes out, we're all going to uh, get some of them and do um, taste tests um, to see how they are. This is the lemon lime, and it's my least favorite out of the three, but it's drinkable. It's like Sprite, kind of. Yeah, I think it's what Sprite tastes like. Ah, Spritey, sprite um, But yeah, it's lemon lime. It's good. I like it. It, it um, <laughs> apparently has sugar in it, too. See if that helps me out at all. Um, my meds are all been pretty good. I still need to uh, set my alarm to get up two hours after I eat because usually when we're done, you know, we eat dinner at say seven or eight, I'm in bed by like eight or nine (laughs) depending. So I need to just, uh, set my alarm. So I get up and I take my nighttime pills because I'm supposed to take those, um, with two hours on either side of not eating. So that's super fun. Um, but that is nothing about what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today, that's just to fill you guys in. Ooh, it took nine minutes to fill you guys in on what's going on here. <laughs> um, I also might be coming down with something because I have like something in my chest that won't come out. And it's not like a thing from aliens. It's like <clears throat> phlegmy congestion. It's super gross. But how to train small dogs. So um, we had talked about this last time we had a small dog in. Uh, when we have small dogs in all the time, Uh, but people were saying, you know, I'd really like to have a podcast. I'd like you guys to do some videos on how to train small dogs. And who we have in right now is Raleigh. And Raleigh is a seven pound toy Aussie or toy Aussie mix. Um, She's super cute. Uh, But there are some things that you have to keep in mind when working with small dogs. And one of them is That they're small. Like they don't see themselves usually as small. They see themselves as 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Uh, But you need to understand that they are small. So jumping off the couch could hurt them. Jumping up into a car or out of a car could hurt them. Um, You know, you can't rough house with a small dog like you can rough house with a bigger dog. Uh, You have to watch. This is something really, really weird. You have to watch hawks. And birds of prey when you have a little dog outside off leash what yes depending on how big your dog is they can swoop down and grab them and take off and it's happened here in Florida it has not happened to me thank goodness but it has happened uh because you figure you know if they're the size of a bunny or a squirrel you know the that's going to be seen as prey um so that's one thing you do have to watch um they're going to get tired out faster you know if you can take a walk with a big dog They've got big dog gait, big dog footsteps. Um, little dogs are going to get tired out faster. Um, little dogs aren't going to be able to um, maybe handle the heat as well because, uh, you know, they have a shorter nose. I mean, yes, it's in proportion to their body, but, you know, these are things that you need to keep in mind if you're thinking of getting a small dog or if you have a small dog with what you can do with your small dog, okay? Okay. So you need to, to really watch those things. With the service dogs, you need to watch for carts and feet. Huh? Really? Yes. Many small dogs do not... Owls, too. Yeah, Linda. Owls, definitely. Oh, by the way, Linda, Ginger is doing so amazing. Um, she's going to be thrilled to see you tomorrow. Ginger goes home tomorrow. She's been with us for four weeks tomorrow. Um, for a uh, dog and human aggression. And she is just... I think she's Rich and Luke's favorite now. They always, every dog's their favorite. But, you know, she's come so far. Luke was training her last night uh, and, you know, having her do stuff and just rewarding her with pets. And she liked it. So I was like, that's fantastic. Um, So we are really, really happy about that. Um, So small dogs, carts and feet. Um, Service dogs, you need to watch the small dogs with feet because a lot of times they're used to being stepped on. And stepping on them could kill them you know, accidentally kicking them because you're walking and they get underneath foot could kill them. And these are things you have to remember. Why? Because their bones are like chicken wings, you know, like chicken wing bones. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're little, they're tiny, they're, they're dainty. Um, so you, you need to teach them to stay out of your way. If I'm walking, you do not cut in front of me. Uh, because if you're fast and I'm not, and I don't see you like, Ooh, that's not good. Um, Carts. we always have issues with small dogs with carts, with the wheels from carts. Uh, Now, service dogs out in public or pet dogs out in in public, people are not used to looking for dogs who are the size of cats or smaller, right? They're used to looking for dog dogs if they look for dogs at all. So you need to watch for that because people often don't see my 60-pound Doberman, my 60-pound Golden or my 80 pound Malinois, they don't see them. And I'm thinking, how can you miss this dog? But they they do, they miss the dog. They're gonna miss a seven pound dog. Um, you have to watch for that. You have to watch because, you know, it's, it's, it's a cruel cool world out there for them, right? Like you don't wanna get them, um, you need to watch their paws, just like you have to watch the big dog's paws. Everything for the big dog works for the little dog. Uh, you know, their grooming bills might be less, might not be. Their vet bills, um, you know, the meds might be a little bit cheaper because it's smaller dog. Um, the food this can be cheaper. Um, but you need to, one of the things you need to do and Rich tells every small dog owner this, is when you reach down to pet them, half the time at least, do not pick them up. Because what happens all the time is you bend down to pick them up and the dog constantly gets picked up and either the dog loves it and demands it, or the dog hates it and, you know, freaks out and tries to run away from you whenever you go to pick him up. So that means you have to desensitize him to that and set up a schedule where he doesn't know if he's getting picked up or not. And for that it's, I'm going to bend over and pet you. I'm going to bend over and touch my toes. I'm going to bend over and pick you up. Now I'm going to put you back down, but I'm going to put you back down when you're calm and not when you're struggling. Um, But you need to watch these things. You need to watch them with kids. Kids think that they're little dolls or whatever. You don't want kids to drop them. Um, You know, whereas my golden, I can put with any kids and she's going to be fine. We actually had her out with both of the puppies today um, because we have Callie in and we have Hades in. And Callie's about four months and Hades is about five months old. So she did really good with playing with, um, with Callie. And Hades was a little bit rough. And I said, well, we could put Zoe out with Hades, except Zoe, who used to be so good with that type of stuff, she's just getting a little bit cranky and ornery. And we just decided not to submit, subject Hades to that. But um, but Hades was just, I guess, very mouthy and all over Gypsy. She just let him. You know, that's how she is with everybody. She's like, I love you. Be my friend. Uh, you know, so so we just put her back in the house. Uh, Brightly colored gear. Jennifer says, yeah, boots every outing. Yep. Yeah. So I don't, um, I do get a little bit lazy this time of year. I don't put booties on my dogs. Um, come April and they're back on, but I figure, you know, they, they could have some time, some fun without wearing the booties. Um, but yeah, you could do the brightly colored gear for that for sure. Most definitely. And there are things a small service dog can do. Um, And the nice thing with the small ones is they eat less. Remember I just said they eat less, right? Um, They are going to take up less space. They might be easier to travel with. You know, Raleigh's owner flies all over the place. That dog has more miles than any dog I know. Um, You know, she flies all over and it's nice to have a dog that small. She's seven pounds. How awesome is that? Um, We adore her. Um, Jennifer says, so true. I've actually had strangers in public actually just pick my guy right up. Yeah. Um, Michelle says I read somewhere that tying a helium balloon to the vest so people can see the balloon and look down. Eh, I mean you could. I'm not gonna, because that helium balloon is gonna get popped by the end of the day because I'm gonna pop it because it annoyed me because it was like popping there the whole time. Uh you know, I mean we've taken Raleigh. Where do we go with her? To Epcot. We were thinking of doing Disney today, but a couple things happened and I wasn't feeling the greatest, so we didn't. Um I was working at the computer earlier. I went to go lay on the bed and put the back up and put the feet up, and that doesn't work right now. So Rich had to get on the phone with uh, who to talk to, and uh, we should have a replacement piece hopefully by the end of the week. So we can, I can go back on there, but I wasn't able to do that today, yikes. Uh, You know, if you're gonna do a parade or something and you just wanna decorate more, you can. Um, I try not to, I've also seen people putting the dogs in carts. No, 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 no. Whenever Raleigh, we had her at Walmart last, and we were going down an aisle, and they were stocking. So like half of the aisle was boxes and stuff like that. And then the other half, which, well, maybe third of the aisle, was open. Well, I'm in the electric wheelchair, and I cannot run her over. I mean, it's a 50-pound chair. It could crush her. She's seven pounds. So I'm not going to have her walk beside me. So instead, I just had her just jump up onto mm-hmm. my lap. So if it's my lap, if it's my basket on my little buggy, if it's the stores, don't even think about it. And people do it and they do it all the time. Well, we put blankets down, I don't care, don't do it. One of the things too, is remember what I said about little dogs falling, if that little dog decides to jump out of the cart and onto the ground and breaks his his leg, you know what you're gonna try to do is you're gonna try to sue Walmart because you know, we're a sue happy society. Um, And I don't like to do that. You know, people are just strange. Um, Jennifer says, you could try bright leash wrap on your purse strap or over the shoulder leash to draw tension downward. You could. People are really caught up on themselves and it's up to you to watch. So that's one of the things that we for sure do with the littles is we teach them a center command. So then if I'm standing waiting, I can have the dog center and she's right between my legs. Um, because I wanna make sure that she's safe and protected. I teach a center, I teach an under, and then you know, seven pounds, I can always pick her up too if I wanted to. Michelle says she teaches a dog to walk behind in situations like that. Yeah, um, my, our dogs, well, Django's needs to learn behind. He needs to work with the electric chair somewhere before I take him to Disney or Universal with it. Um, but with Raleigh, it was her first time with me with an electric chair. And I didn't want it, if it would have just been a a narrow aisle, I would have been okay with it. But a narrow aisle with somebody there in boxes that could move at any time, I didn't want to take the risk that as I was going over it or going past it, um, that she would be like, and, you know, run underneath the tires. I, you know, so that's just me. If if it was um, any of mine, it's not a problem. They've done it before. Um, Because we want... You know, I want them to be able to handle everything that life throws at them, um, big or little. Um, so, yeah, we teach behind. Django hates behind. And that's why Django hasn't been to the park since I got my electric chair. Um, he went right before we got it. But um, he does not like to go behind. So whenever we take him again, it'll be an easy universal day where we probably just go in and hit just a little bit in there. Uh, but we need to work him out at Brownwood and at, um, probably at Walmart a little bit first. Uh, Just to make sure that everything is good. Okay. Um, Little dogs, how do you teach them the basics, the commands, right? How do you do that? What you can do, what we like to do, is you can train them up on a platform. So we have um, two folding tables set up as an L-shaped desk because this is what Rich has wanted. So that's what we have right now. And it is so cluttered, I am not showing you how cluttered this is. But it's a big L-shaped desk where you can heal the dog all over, right? I can even pull this out from the wall, and then I can do a big T-shaped, big L-shaped, whatever, you know. Um, but you can you can heal the dog that way. I do not put dogs on my countertops in the kitchen or bathrooms because that's gross, and I don't want the dog up there. But if I place you up here for training, um, I might also have a half a dozen of those um, blue climbs with a K climb with a K. Um And those are great. They're they're about a foot off the ground. So they're not as tall as the tables are. They're only about a foot off the ground, but you can put, put them together. You can stack up two or three of them, you know, and link them together. So you know that they're not going to come undone in the dog fall. Um, so you can do that. Do, 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 do. You can teach them sit. You can teach them down. Um, You can teach them healing. You can teach them place even if you can put a place on it. Um, you can do all of that on a raised platform. And the nice thing with a raised platform is I don't have to bend over. The dog doesn't have the fear of, but I'm going to get stepped on. I don't have to sit on the ground and do it and then find a way to stand back up again. Uh, you know, you could just sit and wait him out. And because he's on the platform, he's more likely to stay on the platform. Now, not always. You do have to watch that the dog doesn't get, you know, doesn't fall off. I mean, it's a dog, right? Um, so if, if you have a dog who likes to go, you know, walk to the edge and bark off of the edge, um, you know, that might not be the best form. You might want to use something that's like a foot off the ground. Uh, we've done it on, we have a, um, a chest freezer out in the dog room. That was our pork freezer when we had the pigs. Um, now it's our extra meat freezer for the beef. Um, we have some chicken and then some pork in there too, but it's it's mostly um, leftover beef right now. That, well, not leftover, but extra beef that couldn't fit in the inside freezer. So we have that and we... Uh, you know, we'll do it up on there. Like I said, the climbs are my favorite, uh, just because they are. And you just, you can wait them out, just like you do with with normal dogs, with normal sized dogs, normal size, with regular sized dogs, is you can just wait them out. And we did that with, um, who was it? Buster, the little four pound Yorkie that we had in. Uh, you know, we had him, we just put him up on the the platform there up on the climb and we just waited him out and he, he figured out sit on his own and he was a puppy too and eventually he figured out down on his own and he was just so flipping proud of himself because it was his idea and his invention and so he loved it and he did it with heart and soul which is the whole nipopo way you know that's what we want here jennifer says i'm lazy and i use the couch yeah i like to train sitting down as much as possible um So, you know, we'll do that. Um, You know, we will, I I will sit down. We have um, where we set it up at. We have a love seat out there in a chair. So, you know, we'll do those and see how things go. Um, Because we want, you know, I want the dogs to be comfortable, big or little. I expect good behaviors. Now, a lot of times people will tell me, my dog walks just fine on a leash. And whenever I see him, the dog's pulling. But because the dog weighs, you know, 10 pounds, 20 pounds max, he's not pulling the, the owner's shoulder, right? He's just, he's just pulling on a leash and the owner can totally, you know, you could pick him up if you wanted to. And of course they're on harnesses, but I don't want that. That's not what my goal is for the dog at all. You know, that's the last thing I want is for the dog to uh, to say, okay, uh, you know, I'll just pull and go every which way. I still want the dog, the walk to be about teamwork, about being with you and in, in that togetherness. So, we always try to make it um, where the dog is listening, is paying attention, is part of the teamwork between the two of you. Um, You know, instead of, you know, I'm gonna go over here. Now I'm gonna go over here. Now I'm gonna go over here. What? You're pulling me back? I'm going over there. Let me go over there. You know, we don't want that from the dog at all. Um, Tools. Do I use tools on little dogs? Because you can't hurt their trachea. Oh, that's why I use tools on little dogs. So I do have um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which means my joints are all wonkety. And if a dog pulls me and my shoulder, my shoulder can be out for a year. And yes, it's happened. And it wasn't even that bad of a pull because I don't even remember it happening. All I know is my shoulder was bad for a year because of it. Cow's walking by with a giant udder. Oh my gosh, just poop the baby out already, girl. But she's, all the other ones aren't with her. So maybe, maybe she'll have the baby. God, a baby. I kind of want a girl, but I kind of want a boy too. Because the boy we can keep here and eat him in a year and a half. Um, so I I don't want even a, a 10 pound dog to pull my my shoulder, you know. So I'll I'll use the prong collar on them. Plus, it's the safest for the trachea. It's the most chiropractically sound to prevent harm and it's better communication. Once the dog's fully trained, if you want to use a Uh, Or before we train the dog. So before or after, if you want to use a harness on your dog, you are more than welcome to. However, that harness has to, you know, you you don't want him pulling, pulling, pulling while he's in that harness. And it has to be fit correctly. A lot of them are not fit correctly. Uh, There is, I believe it's called the brachial nerve that goes across the point of the chest. So if you feel your dog's chest between his front legs, there's a part where it points out and it's like sharp right? Um, so if, if you feel that point, that's the brachial nerve going across. And some dogs don't like that. Well, guess what? The easy walk harness, no pull harnesses, guess where a lot of those hit? They hit that brachial nerve and it hurts the dog. And it interrupts the gait. And I don't want a dog who has to take these little tiny choppy steps because they can't take a real full stretch. Uh, you know, that's not healthy. That's not safe for them. I'd rather use a prong collar on them. rather use an e-collar on them. For little dogs, My only recommendation for e-collar is the Chameleon um, 3 small. And if you want to know how big that is, it is small enough to fit on your wrist like a watch. That is how small it is because Bart put it on his wrist and it fit him like a watch. Um, so, So that's the only one. Otherwise, you're talking about this big old block on your dog's neck. And we don't like big old blocks on the dog's necks. It's too much. You know, I don't care if it's like three ounces. It's still too big. Um, and the Chameleon is not. So these e-collar companies who are saying, you know, this is as small as I can make it, I got to say baloney because Bart makes them smaller. Uh, so if you want to see what those look like, go to martinsystemshop.com um, or search the Chameleon 3, um, Bart Bellon, and um, you'll find it. Now, the price on there is in euros. It's not in dollars. Uh, I can get them to you in dollars. Um, Preach. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, Michelle says, that's a no from Mac. I felt the nerve and he walked away. Right? It's not good. And even things that are um, keeping an eye on my cow. I love it when they walk in front of the yard here. I can see them. Um, Things that we don't think should be a problem. Karen, I'm going to pick on her a minute. Um, Holstein, you guys have seen Holstein, right? The big white, um, with the black spots. He looks like a Holstein cow. Uh, she has this beautiful vest that she had custom made for him from patience and love and he would balk to put it on. once she once he put it on he, he kind of and it turns out it was hitting the reason was now it was a soft vest. there's nothing wrong with the vest But it was hitting this spot in his back that that bothered him. So there's a spot on his back that bothered him. The vest was hitting it and unbeknownst to us we didn't even put it together and and so he started to hate the, the vest so she moved him to the harness and he did better with the harness and then she has a butterfly vest form that doesn't go down his back as far and that works out really good so something that we're like but how how can it hurt him like it's a vest it hurt him just because it rubbed him the wrong way you know it just hit on that one spot that it bothered him so some dogs can have issues just with that you know when luke was little so luke has um he's on the autism spectrum um he had sensory processing is what we knew it as, you know, and, and again it, I don't understand how parents get diagnoses now. And I think it's fantastic when they do because Luke's 18 and no one ever told us this stuff. We had to go find it on our own. Okay. Um, but he never liked itchy clothes. Well, like no kid likes itchy clothes, but like tags. Tags had to be out of the clothes. Um, and he likes soft clothes. Soft shorts. He likes soft shorts, especially. Um, He didn't want to feel the seams. And now they make clothes a lot nicer for kids, a lot more sensory friendly. But, you know, 16, 17, 18 years ago, they didn't. Um, It wasn't as popular of a thing to do so when we found him soft shorts we bought all of them and when we found you know shirts that didn't have tags because now a lot of shirts don't have tags back then all the shorts had tags right so if we found one that didn't we buy them or we'd go home and we'd cut them out and make sure of it uh and why am I telling you this is to talk about my son um, it's to talk about dogs can be the same way you know like hosting feeling that right there he's like no I don't like to feel this um your dog can you know there could be something in it Oh my gosh! So this is the weirdest thing that happened. Um, we had group class on Saturday, and one of the dogs came up, and I haven't seen her in a few months. And the dog's doing great. She's you know like a year old, and she's just nailing the whole service dog gig. Um, she loves doing it. Well, we're sitting around talking, and the dog's underneath her chair, and the dog starts um, flinching, and then like trying to eat at her her leg and flinching some more, and uh, shaking her head and acting really funny. And, uh, you know, we're like, what is going on with her? Now, we didn't correct her because we didn't know why she was acting that way. And you can't correct for things like that. She's supposed to be in an under, but clearly something's bothering her. So I thought maybe it's like a, one of those prickers. Um, maybe something had got a hold of her. And so, you know, I, I checked around her face. I try to um, check the roof of her mouth because sometimes, sometimes Gypsy's done it twice and Django's done it once where they get a stick caught in the roof of their mouth, not through it, just kind of on the top of the mouth wedged in there and they can't get it free. And we have to go in there and get it free for them because, you know, my dogs are geniuses. Uh, I couldn't find anything. And then we'll feel, you know, we're feeling down the legs and I felt just a little. And so the owner's kind of working on that and she's feeling the other leg. And there was this, oh, what some sort of green centipede? It was like three inches long and it was disgusting. So she's like, ew, ooh, ew. And she got it off. And of course, you know, as we're watching it, it's sitting there. And so, uh, you know, three of us were sitting there. So the two of them got on their phones because I'm not going to look up gross things on my phone. Um, They look up on the phone and it said, that's how we found out. It was like this green centipede, which I've never seen before and hope to God I never see again. Um, But it says that their bites can sting. So he probably got caught up in, in the dog's fur and you know bitter a few times and that's why she was reacting how would we know that you know you're never going to know that um you know but but things can happen like that that you you know you need to check you need to make sure big dog small dog any dog in between um you know how equipment's fitting so that's (laughs) brings us the whole way back around to the, the the point of this tangent which is uh, training tools. You know, I like using prong collars and e collars, and moving to slip leads, and moving to harnesses if you want to do a harness. You know, I have no problem doing any of those, but it depends on what you want from your dog. Okay, if your goals are, I want him not to be a jerk on a leash. That's going to be a little bit different from I want to walk him. You know, through the neighborhood a few times a day because I love to get out and walk and socialize and meet people. I want to go to the city square a few times a week and hang out with my friends. I want to go to every dog-friendly restaurant. I want to take my dog everywhere out in public that I can. Or even I have a service dog who has to be with me everywhere. Those are total different um, plans or total different goals. They're total different. This is what I can do with the dog, right? Because if you say, well, you know, like he's just kind of in the backyard and we don't do anything. You know it doesn't matter if he pulls on leash no he's never on a leash we don't do anything okay is he happy with that are you happy with that i wouldn't be um but my dogs go everywhere so so you have to ask what your goals are but yes i commonly use e-collars and prong collars and slip leads and harnesses with small dogs and it works and it works beautifully Um, and it works beautifully because we know how to use them right and if you don't want to use them that's fine and dandy and good um you just have 10 times the amount of work everybody else has or you're gonna get one tenth of the behaviors you know whatever works um anyway uh that's that's what we have here um have your dogs ever had problems with training gear something that they don't like oh my gosh you know what the biggest one is that dogs don't like Is the head halters. How many dogs do this and wipe at their nose and paw at their nose and paw at their nose and paw at their nose because they hate the head halters? It happens to so many dogs. Well, how long has your dog been on the head halter? My dog's been on the head halter for, you know, X number of of years. My dog's been on the head halter for a year. And you're like, oh my gosh, you know, how can you have a head halter on for a year for this dog and the dog still hates it? Um, You know, that's not... It's not what I want and I do use head halters all the time. Not all the time. I use head halters a lot. Um, and it's one of them actually, I prefer whenever we are getting started with a puppy, I'm with the puppy on a body fitting harness, not a no pull harness, a body fit harness. And then whenever they're ready for something else, I like to start them with the head halter. So that whenever the dog's maybe around four to six months old, we can start them with the prong collar and then around six months old, start them with an e-collar. That's my preference. Um, and then you get all the different tools. And you're not ruining a tool because it's a puppy um, that you're going to use later. Personally, myself, Django was on a, on the harness. We got him at eight weeks old. He was on a harness for the first week. His first outing, if you look back on his Instagram, his first outing, he's wearing a red um, body fit harness. This is what I've had for a good long time. Um, but it has to be fit correctly. Okay. Um, someone just asked me about a harness for, for a big dog, for a lab, for mobility. The mm, good one is boldly designed. That is the gold standard for harnesses. Um, Michelle says, I feel sorry for dogs like that. My upstairs neighbor has three and she doesn't do much of anything with them. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like goldfish then, aren't they, Michelle? I do feel bad for them. You know, like, I don't take my dogs through walks through the neighborhood. My dogs have five acres and I don't have a neighborhood. (laughs) My neighborhood is the the houses on either side of me. That's our neighborhood. You know, I'm not going to walk my dog up and down 301, but My dogs, their leashes and collars and gear is in the car. Well, leashes and collars and vests and harnesses and stuff I usually keep in the car. And we go places all the time with them, as you guys know. Um, John asked, Do you have any videos um, training the dog for the e collar? We have two different ones. So if you go to learn, L E A R N, learn.dreamk9, D R E A M, the letter K, the number nine, dot com, learn.dreamk9.com, That is our online school, okay? Our online school has, you can buy access to our pet dog program, which is your dream dog, or our service dog program, which is how to train your service dog, okay? Both of them cover everything you need for training. Uh, Or if you go on YouTube uh, under dream dogs, D-R-E-A-M-D-O-G-Z, dream dogs, you will find our... free youtube videos now these are a number of years old so our technique has changed some since then um but it's enough to get a lot of people started um i have had people message me and post on the videos that you know thank you so much you know message me that you know because of you i was able to e-collar train my dog which is great um we have how to use some of the different e-collars there as well because you need to know how to use them how to set them up, all that good stuff. Um, but no, from those free videos, our technique has changed some. It's just those videos do help a lot of people. So we leave them up there. Um, so yeah, we have free, so you can try us before. And then we have the online course. Okay. Um, that's it, guys. I don't have too much to talk about tonight because I've got a lot that we're working on. Uh, a lot with Hope, a lot with Dream Dogs. I got new stickers, and you want to see my new stickers? They're for um, for hope. Aren't they the cutest? It was ten of them for a dollar through Sticker Mule. Sticker Mule, M-U-L-E. And they sent me this sticker of a mule head. it's super cute. Um, but yeah, so we have hope stickers. Um, there's only ten of them though. And then I ordered the flyers and a retractable banner and some business cards. So I'm excited. We got a tent. We got a big banner. You know, it's like, we're all coming together. It's super cool. Um, And now while I look like I am in the um, Bohemian Rhapsody video, because it's just my head and the whole back back is black, um, I'm going to sign off um, because I forgot to turn the lights on beforehand. I'm going to sign off here um, and get working on some other stuff that I need to work on. Um, We also, I see Karen's on. We haven't been watching Doctor Who, Karen. Did you know they've been showing it? So we watched like two yesterday, I think. And then we have like two more to watch today. So yeah, we've kind of waited all day for, uh, for this evening so we can do it cause we've been busy, um, busy, 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 which is good. So that guys is how to train a small dog. this a pet or is it a service dog. Some tips and some tricks that we've used for how to train a small dog. Um, it's great. Small dogs are awesome. You know, uh, If you're gonna get a small dog, make sure you know what the purpose of that dog is. A pug is totally different from a Jack Russell Terrier. Um, They're bred for different reasons. Uh, So you can't get a pug and expect it to act like a Jack Russell and you can't get a Jack Russell and expect it to be a couch potato pug. It's not gonna happen. Okay. Uh, So I will catch you guys later on. Have a super awesome week and hopefully next week, uh, we'll have better patio, yay. Bye-bye, guys. Don't forget to give us that five-star rating for our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And be sure to tell your friends.